the Gospel of our Savior Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. At that time, Jesus said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and the intelligent and have revealed them to infants. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. The Gospel of our Savior. If you're standing, you may be seated. Good morning, it's great to have you all with us today. We're celebrating St. Francis. Yeah, it's kind of strange to be doing a virtual blessing of the animals this day, but we're gonna do that. And then uh, just a reminder at 1245, um, I'm gonna be out front at the church and we'll be doing walk-by blessings as well. We've been talking that up in the community a little bit. And uh, if you wanna bring your, your friends by for a blessing, then you'd be more than welcome. No one is happier about the shelter-in-place than our dog, Neville, because he gets to have the whole pack home a lot of the time. No one is sadder to see anyone leave the house than our dog, Neville. In fact, it's kind of a running joke and a play on some of Jesus' teachings in our household that whenever two are gathered together, Neville will be there in the midst of them, we say. Neville knows what's important in life, and that is to be with the group, to be with those he loves. Because there he knows he will find nourishment and food and affection, and there he can offer himself fully. That's part of the gift of witness that the creatures of the earth offer us this day. And it's something that Francis recognized in his journey. We often affiliate Francis with the beauty of the creatures of the earth and the affection of the animals that we love most dearly. Behind me, you see the frontal that was put together by the St. Anne's Guild up at the Bishop's Ranch, goodness, almost 13, 14 years ago. And it has pictures of some of the beloved animals of this parish, many of whom have passed into greater life at this time. But we get to celebrate them today. At the same time, we remember the fragility of the earth. And we think of the earth at this time, especially with the wildfires nearby. We think 
of the ways that we have relieved some of the pressure on the earth during the shelter in place by easing up on all our travel and all the ways that we exploit and extract from God's good creation. Francis reminds us that God has called us to a different way. Now beyond all of the things that we regard probably a little bit as cute and with great affection about St. Francis Day, it's important for us to remember that Francis was also an irascible guy. He was difficult. We'd probably be okay with him joining us today by Zoom, but not in person. He probably smelled. He probably had lice. He probably stank of the last thing he ate and of the wilderness that was often his bed and his home. And he was difficult even for his fellow brothers. Later in life, Francis would rail against his brothers as they did things that all monastic communities do. They would start to found houses and buy up property. Francis would be deeply upset by the institutionalization of the reforms that he brought. In Francis' day, in the high Middle Ages, the church had become wildly corrupt and was deeply entrenched with the power structures of Northern Europe. And many of the churches around Assisi, Francis' home, were crumbling through neglect because the people had also felt neglected by their leaders. Halfway decent preaching was rare in Francis' day. Great preaching was almost non-existent. The clergy were only interested in themselves and the monks, well, they had accumulated vast wealth and had vast sway over the church. But no one was asking, what do the people need? let alone what do God's creatures need. Francis, at the end of the day, was a reformer. He sought to bring people back to the earth, not just the earth of God's creation, but the earth of their own souls, the humanity in which God had chosen to come and dwell in Christ. Francis, we say, was all about the incarnation, the coming of God among us in human flesh. And that regard was so strong for Francis that his statuaries to this day are often seen looking down, not up, for the divine. Francis witnessed and the tradition that he gave us that so deeply transformed the church in the Middle Ages and still touches us to this day was about looking for that divine spark right here, right now, in here, and among us. Something that our little dog Neville reminds us every time we come home or every time we sit down together on our couch and he worms his way in between us. I am here, Neville reminds us. 
maybe not just with the voice of a little dog, but the voice of Christ. I am here among you in the flesh, in your hearts, in your hands, in your eyes. Francis left us with a few things to remind us of this truth. Yes, there are the legends about the animals, and Francis speaking to wolves and the birds of the air and welcoming even the lice on his scalp, as strange to our ears as that must sound this day. But Francis also gave us the nativity scene. In a way, you could say he gave us the Christmas pageant. He gave us all of those traditions that are coming up later this year that remind us that Christ has come among us, that the love of God has drawn near, and that it has taken on flesh, even our flesh, frail as it may feel, mistaken as we often feel, small, as we often feel in a year that doesn't seem to let up. Francis would say, Christ is among you. Christ is among us, even gathered as we are right now, scattered. God is still working out God's purpose, and the vessels of God's love are right here with you, with me with our community and with the people around us whom we serve most closely. Thank you for listening to this sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing community welcoming those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. You may reach us by phone at 415-388-1907, search for us online, or visit our website at OurSaviorMillValley.org. We wish you God's peace. We hope to greet you in person very soon.